Hello and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Session will start in one minute. Since so everything is good, yeah, Rahul, it's good. Can Thank you. you. Uh, today is uh, April ninth, two thousand twenty-one. The time is about three thirty p.m. Ready and UNPC does conduct uh, Zoom calls every single day. For those people who are on the Zoom call, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the questions. Uh, just a um, lot of people are telling they're not getting their turn. I don't know what to do. So we are going to put, in, to put a link, guys. If you give me good preference, because in our office, there's a lot of competition. Who gets the best review in our office? I'm just one of the lawyer in my office. So if you give me better review, um, you will get uh, you will get a chance on Monday. Uh, so we put a link there. If you give me good review, then you point out that you reviewed it. You'll get a chance on Monday if you don't get a chance today. Go ahead. Shrikant. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon, Rahul. Uh, my question is recently I changed uh, company A to company B and I submitted mm-hmm. H1 transfer, H4 EAD and H4 extension. My mm-hmm. H1 got approved and my mm-hmm. wife's uh, uh, biometric is completed. So we have a travel mm-hmm. plan in June. So mm-hmm. uh, even we need to go for Dropbox interview. Mm-hmm. So uh, just looking for options like uh, can we go to India and uh, uh, like while biometrics is pending, is there an impact on current H4 and H4? Did you say, you said to me that the biometrics is already completed, is that right? Yes. Is that what you said to me? Okay. Yes. Is the, the H4 that you filed, is it an extension or a change of status from some other status to H4? Uh, extension. I mean, like change of companies. Like, but change of company, of- but she's not changing from some other visa status to this one. No, no. She can go and come back. Her H4 and EAD will be adjudicated accordingly. Will not have any problem. Okay. Thank you. You may, you may have heard the rumors or the things saying that, that, um, that it will be denied if she leaves the country. That's applicable if she is going from some other visa status to H4, not it when it's extension. Okay. And one more question, like, uh, if I submitted like visa interview, uh, with the the current pending application, uh, then no, you do not you do not submit with the current pending application. Okay, you do not need any H four approval or any H four pending for your wife. She is showing your H one B approval. She is okay. showing the marriage certificate. It doesn't okay. matter if if that H four is there or not. Even if you withdraw, it doesn't matter. The withdrawal will only cause problem for an EAD but not her for getting the stamping in the Dropbox. Okay, so, but once we come back, the I-94 will be a different, right? 
uh, whatever we that's get. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. You're fine. She gets a i ninety four. She doesn't have to use the other H four. She can use this H four, and she she can use the H four EAD. You're only concerned about EAD then. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Navin. Hello, Rahul Garu. Yes, ma'am. Namaste. Yeah, I'm Navin's wife. My L one L two extension October twenty. Lajesh Namandi. Mm-hmm. Let's speak with English because this is not Sunday channel, so. ఎక్స్టెన్షన్టోబర్వంటీ Yeah. One is L2 EAD that you're worried about. You're all, you also filed an adjust uh, I-485 and EAD along with it, is that right? Uh-huh. I am not asking about L2 EAD, GC EAD. So the March, the March, the March biometrics you attended is for the I-485, yeah. not L2. Okay, got the point. Okay, keep going. Yeah. We didn't get any update on EAD, GC EAD still, but I have to go to India in April last week or May. If I go to, if I go to India, is there any, my EAD, GC EAD will be cancelled? No, it will not be no? cancelled. It will be adjudicated properly. You can uh-huh. come back and your EAD will be approved. It's not a problem. But along with the EAD, there is also called as advanced parole. It's called I-131. That will be canceled though. Even if it's not canceled, I don't want to use it. The card has two things. Okay. Just like the way coin has it, two sides of it is right. Two sides of the coin. So the, okay. the card doesn't practically has two sides, but it has advanced parole and it has EAD. So when the mm-hmm. approval comes in, even if it says advanced parole, I do not, do not want you to use that one for advanced parole. For the EAD purposes, you can. So if your L2 has expired, you can go to India. You may be eligible for Dropbox. Get the stamping and come back. Your EAD will be approved. The advanced parole should not be approved. If it's approved also, I don't want you to use it. Okay. Okay. Let's go to the next okay. caller, please. Okay, Yursha. Hey Rahul, uh, this is Kayur. Uh, my 140 uh, EB2 was approved in August 2013, uh, but as because of this recently the USCIS change um, or expedite, uh, my company filed EB3 and I-485 together in November 27th. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, I just get laid off right now. He said we are 31st March. But company wow. promised me, company promised me that they are not going to revoke anything or immigration process. They are not going to hurt me anything. You need so, to speak off. You need to speak off the line. Okay, because uh, to, okay, because you I need to have a consultation. Is, you need to have a consultation off the line. The reason is that technically speaking, up you lose the job, you lose a 485 period. 
Okay, but because I read the AAC 21 that and rule that one, it is it says mm-hmm. that it is not I, if within 180 days if 140 is not rejected revoking, they have power right to revoking. But if they are not revoking, no, there are two it, different. There are you're getting confused with two different rules. Mm-hmm. One is the I-140. One is the 485. Yes, sir. In the yes. I-140. If it's not revoked after 180 days, that belongs to you. That is completely different. But in the 485, though, if you have a job, you file the 485, you lose the job within 180 days, you, your 485 has to be dumped out. It cannot be used anymore. So you're getting confused between two rules. That's the reason I want you to speak off the record rather than on the record. Okay. Okay. Have consulted a lawyer. There may be some creative ways, maybe other creative ways, but not legally speaking about 485 is out. Let's go to the next caller, please. Sirisha. Hello. Uh, Thanks for giving me a chance. So my my problem is I am in H4 H4 now. So I applied Mm -hmm. for an EAD uh, both uh, on uh, March 2020. And uh, I waited for biometrics and uh, my biometrics came on... uh, February 2021. Mm-hmm. So in between, my husband H1B uh, um, got extended, extended, like uh, his um, previous H1B was uh, expired, B- expired and de-extended it. Okay. Yeah, it got extended. So I called UCS and uh, explained my uh, position and uh, I asked them whether do I need to apply for a new application. But they mm-hmm. said, no, don't need to um, apply for a new application. And uh, mm-hmm. so they say that it depends only upon your uh, husband's uh, H one B. I got the I got the point. Now, <laughs> did you got your H four approved or not? Yeah, I got the H four approved last week, but they considered only my previous. I, uh, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. What did the I ninety four or its expiration date on that H four says? Um. My, uh, it, it got like, expired like, uh, uh, like Jan 1st. Jan. Thank you. Thank you. But Thank you. I just, uh, okay. Now, first you tell Jan 1st of 200. Now you explain all the things, please. Yeah. So, um, I also send the updated, uh, my husband updated H1B, uh, uh, copy to UCS on September itself, like last September. Okay. And they received it and they have it in the, um, system on November. First thing is that the USCIS is not supposed to give legal advisors to people. They are not supposed to. They are supposed to only tell the answer whether the application is there or not. It's actually in Texas, it's a crime for mm-hmm. anybody other than lawyers to give legal advisors. Mm-hmm. They're not licensed people though. The f- other thing is that just because somebody tells it, it doesn't become a law. Mm-hmm. If the president of this country tells you to go march on the Capitol, you go march on the Capitol and you tell me that, well, president told me to go there. No, they're getting prosecuted there. They're getting hunted there. At this point of time, you are unlawfully present in this country. So what my I- suggest- That's where I'm coming into. And if it crosses 180 days, you will be in trouble. You only requested your H4 approval until January of 2021. Now, I'm not telling that there are in some cases, people have got their H4 approvals all the way until your husband got approved. Not 
But in your case, there is no legal right. You don't have it. I want you to do one thing. I want you to leave this country to go to H4 stamping in India, get the H4 stamping and come back into this country. I don't want you to play around here because you can file a non-protect H4 explaining all what you said. And if you get the denial, you will have a 10-year bar on you. To avoid that, right now, there is no bar. You're still 180 days from the January time. I still want you to leave the country before June and apply for the H4 in India come back. Okay? And and let let me answer your question, though. What are your probabilities, because you're unlawfully present here, what are your probabilities that you will be able to come back into the United States? I would say about 99.8% you'll be able to come back without much trouble. Okay. So in the morning, I spoke to UCS officer about this, and they said said that they can't do anything about this, and they are... Ma'am, 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 ma'am. They are not supposed to give you legal advices. I used to be one of... I used to be one of the prosecutors who used to do prosecute these kind of people. That's not a legal source. Don't you went to the USCIS office? No, I spoke to the USCIS office. Okay, good. Okay, good. Good. Last time, last time one of the person like you went in there, they detained them. So don't do that. Leave the country. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you so much for answering. Uh, Hi. um, uh, Can you hear me? Yes, I can copy. Yeah, so I am an F1 OPT student. I uh, I applied for a STEM OPT extension uh, in November. So mm-hmm. as my uh, initial OPT period is expiring on January 29th, so I didn't get status till February ending, and then in in March 2021, I sent an uh, I submitted a request to CIS ombudsman asking about the status of my case because I didn't have get the receipt number also. So uh, then CIS ombudsman did reply to me saying that my application was denied due to the old version of the form that I submitted. Uh, that the, I didn't see the expiry date of I-765 and no. Uh, then, then I did uh, submitted a service request in USCIS using the receipt number that the ombudsman gave me uh, that I didn't receive a rejection notice in email. Uh, then uh, I didn't get a reply from USCIS uh, till now that I have uh, that my that any. Reply I got that the point. I got the point. Now. Yeah. I, I would I would request that you go through a lawyer to represent yourself out there. The good point, normally, though, I would have told you to leave the country. Uh, uh, however, wait, however, recently USCIS has issued a memorandum that if they rejected some of the 765, they may be able to reconsider it. Now, this form is not in, is one of the problem there. You can try to get it represented by a lawyer. If you want to go with our law firm, the best lawyer in our, our office is Christina Hernandez. That's a lawyer that if you want to choose to. Yeah. You're speaking something. I interrupted you, Kavya. Yeah. So because of the USCIS processing delays that are happening these days, USCIS did declare uh, error in February that uh, people who got uh, rejected or who need to reapply. Yeah, that's exactly. That's open. exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what we're speaking right now. Yeah. Yeah. We have time till May 31st, but I, I wanted to apply uh, by by this month end, but I mean, without no rejection notice, if I apply with a new application like Fresh Case, Will they consider me or not? They will, consider, like, they will, they will, they will consider you. You have, they have the record and 
Also, when you, you can speak with Emma. Emma has a record when it's been rejected or not. And you can record Emma. You know Emma, who Emma is, right? Yeah, I tried Emma. Like, uh, I tried. But that's fine. She you already spoke to the She's giving me the link, officer. online links to submit no, the but, request. But, right. But you already got the information from the USCIS officer. You told me that. Yes, I have the receipt yeah. number. But I didn't have the hard copy of rejection notice. That's fine. That's fine. You can use it now. Okay, I can apply the new fresh application. That's right, ma'am. That's right. This time, use it. Go through a lawyer. Don't do it by yourself. Okay? Okay. Okay. Next caller, please. Ravi. Um, hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Um, I'm planning to travel to India um, next month. And I mm-hmm. just wanted to know whether if I can travel, like, uh, you know, I can stay in India, like, for more than six months. Uh, due to on the H-1B? Situation. Yes, I'm on, on H-1B. H-1B. Yes. But the, what is, what is the current situation? The current situation is COVID. Why are you going there? Um, uh, it's not current situation. Um, we are noticing that, especially in Chicago airport, it's also spreading to Seattle and other airports. When you have long time outside the country, they are questioning whether or not you have a genuine job opportunity here in United States. The purpose is H1B is given is for you to work. And if you're working yeah. there, they may question it though. Six months okay. is too long of a time. I would recommend three. Under four months would be more ideal for you. And okay. that too, when you come back, when you come back, make sure you show them the pay steps. I know that you're doing remote jobs, right? Yes. Show them yes. the pay steps. Not only show them the pay steps, make sure that you get a freshly dated letter from the HR saying that you are working in this project. You still have a job. And, yep. and don't show these pay steps and the letter that I told you. Keep it in your pocket. If they ask, you show it to them. Otherwise, don't show it to them. Okay. Next caller, please. Stay, stay, I would recommend stay within four months. But if you are going more than that, I would recommend to consult a lawyer. Next person, if please. Any, if any cases like uh, we get a uh, travel ban or anything like that since the case. I don't think increased. so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I haven't seen anybody getting denied entry, but they've been questioned too much, quizzed too much. Uh, do I see anybody getting detained and send them back because of what happened? Yeah, if within less than six months, I've never seen it. Okay. But I still recommend, I will still recommend to stay within four months. If you're going more than four months, there are different processes that I would recommend to consult a lawyer. Next caller, please. Thank you. Maddie. Uh, hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I recently switched from F1 to H1B in company A. Then I mm-hmm. switched uh, company to B. Now my H1B is expiring this month. So we are in the process of filing an extension. But, uh, wait, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. You moved from company A to company B. Company yes. A's H1B is expiring this month. When no, is company, company B's H, company, company B's B. H1B is expiring? Okay, month. sorry. Uh, okay. Now I plan to change company to a company C. When can I do it? Like, do I have to wait for approval or I can do while the application is pending? You said, when is the company B's H1B expiring? You said exactly this month. So if you're end going to do it, if you're going to do it before the end of this month, though, okay. you can do it while your extension is in the process. Okay. If you're going to do it afterwards, though, when you go to company C, they may, uh, the company C officer will ask the approval. Let's say, for example, April 20th, 30th is where your H1B expires. 
you're filing on May 20th with a different company. You don't have an I-94 between those 20 days. So they may not give you I-94. That's the reason either you file before April 31st or you may be better off filing once you get the H-1B approval with this current company. So I have to file for premium, I guess. Right, right. So, uh, right. So if, if, if your company C files before April 31st, no problem for you. Whether your extension gets approved or not, you're good. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Nirosh. Hey, Rahul. Uh, Nirosh. Uh, I have a question. I'm a U.S. citizen and my wife is a Canadian citizen. Uh, she came here to visit me for, uh, been two months now. So we were planning mm-hmm. on uh, applying the uh, I-130 with, along with the I-485. So, uh-huh. Yeah, so they're, they're saying that we can apply it concurrently, but uh, the mailing addresses for uh, those two are different. So should I send them to two different places or should I apply I-130 online? No, 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 no. First thing is I would recommend you go through a lawyer. That's first thing I would take. Second thing, uh, if you, if you have, I wait to just answer your question now. Look into the I-485 address, not I-130 address. In the I-485, they have created a separate, separate addresses for each separate 485s. So if you file with I-140, where to send it? If you file with a downgrade application with I-140, where to send it? If you file with the I-130 approval or I-130 along with it, there's only one address. That address is where you're going to send it. Don't look into the I-130 address. Look into the I-485 address. I-485. Okay? Right. And yes. then it's a lawyer recommendation on your firm that I should uh, get in touch? You can contact me. I'm the lawyer for the 485. Okay. Ne- next person, please. Rajiv. Hello, Raul. Uh, yes, sir. My name is Rajiv. I have, I have a question uh, regarding my child's um, uh, aging out. So, mm-hmm. her... Um, her birthday, 21st birthday is August 2021. And, okay. uh, uh, and she has already filed the F1. It's in process. And mm-hmm. her, uh, H4 is getting expired next month. Unfortunately, my company, they did not do her H4 along with my wife's H4, uh, saying that there was, uh, if they do that, then the F1 wait, will wait, get wait, canceled wait. or denied. Wait, wait. When is her H4 expiring or expired? Her, uh, her H4 is expiring next month. Okay. If the H4 is expiring next month, mm-hmm. well, you could, you could do one thing. You can still file a, you could still file a H4 for her right now. Okay. No, no issues on the underlying F1. No issues on the underlying F1. But you will only ask okay. the H4, H4 until, uh, you know, they will only give until 21. There's one other step that you also need to do. Before she turns 21, and if the mm-hmm. F1 is not approved by that time, you have mm-hmm. to apply for a B2 visa. Okay. Can she study on the B2 visa? Well, she's not, right now, the universities are allowing people to go and study. It's not that she's going to be, you'll just apply something called interim B2. Right. Yeah, yeah. The I universities understand. are. After H4. After H4. After H4. After H4, after H4, after H4, after H4, they are, the universities are allowing. 
right now don't volunteer and show all these things they are just allowing right, people right, to right. go but if they ever they ask okay. hey what are you doing then you show the b2 don't volunteer and go okay. to the dso oh i moved from h4 to uh, b2 here is a p2 receipt don't do that if they ask hey okay. stop coming to the college then you show the b2 okay and there is no harm in doing that and a1 will still continue right it's not not only harm it is absolutely essential for you to do it if you don't do it there will be harm f1 will be denied until the f1 is approved you need to keep maintaining her legal status if you don't file the b2 as i said her f1 will be denied and b2 is generally it is within uh, just receipt uh, she can stay because it takes time uh-huh. right yeah that is right receipt she can stay okay okay Next so right question. now we should file h4 immediately right that will keep her until august if by august right. you don't get the f1 then you file the b2 okay and so i have got one follow up question quick one uh, that uh, uh, my i140 is approved and uh, my uh, 485 has been applied and my priority date is uh, uh, february 2011 which is very close so i would want I, i would rajiv 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 i want you to have a consultation with me privately because these are too many long, lengthy long questions too many hard decisions okay. for you to make okay okay then no i might question next... yeah raul yeah raul one question quick question my i140 was uh, there uh, pending for 3 and 1/2 months whether that i can apply for cspa that is my question yes that okay. is right you can apply okay. for that for, for cspa okay so that will Thank be you. cspa you, is only cspa is only for 485 it's not for h4 though yeah 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 i'm just saying when okay. when she turns 21 yeah i got i got yeah, got i got it. i got okay next person thank you sir thank you venkat uh, hi rahul uh, thank you for giving me opportunity so we applied mm-hmm. last october we applied for the 485 and 131 and 765 for myself and my wife i am the primary person and my wife is dependent mm-hmm. on me h4 okay Mm-hmm. so the concern is i got the receipt notice and we i mean we both got the receipt notices and we didn't look into detail i found that my wife alien number is wrong however we don't worry the... about it okay. don't worry about it they give different alien numbers every time you file application absolutely nothing to worry for you oh okay i just ignore that just ignore it you're good next person please bangi Hi Rahul. Yeah, currently I'm working on H4 EAD, and my H1 has been approved in consulate mode. So I'm planning to go to Mexico for stamping, but my employer is saying it's a risk. It's employees' risk, and they have to take their own risk because they have seen the rejections under 221G. For, uh, like um, the applicants doesn't have that six months of stay or the work permit. So they're saying if you want to go to Mexico, wait, then wait. you have to go it on your own. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. When is your H1 be expiring? Oh uh, no I have my H4 EAD so it's expiring no. on when is H1B? your H1B 2023 yeah. it's 60 months approval i got why do you want to go to mexico right now uh because why can't you apply why can't you change the status from H4 to H1 Uh, my employer is not allowing to change me the status from here uh, because they don't have the policy to apply for change of status Oh come on! Yeah. These lawyers want to make money. Why does he? So now they don't want to do this, and they don't want you to go to the stamping. Yeah, they want me to go to the stamping, but they are saying that's your own risk. They will not file my. They will not book my appointment. I have to go my own. If it's a home country only, they will book my appointment. 
if it's i have to go to the india they will book my appointment but if it's a mexico they are saying you can go with the external attorney and there might be the rejections like uh, because you are not staying in the country for 6 months uh, they have seen that earlier rejections on that ground that's what they are saying okay there are only not all the foreign consulates allow you to go to the third country we call third country national the word is third country nationals okay. so only mexico and canada allows the third country us consulates in mexico and canada sometimes not all the times allow okay. you to go for the stamping so yeah you can go to mexico and canada you can book your own appointment you don't need okay. your employer to book an appointment for you Okay, so because uh, Mexico embassy it has a different things like I have to pay the cash payment or something. I was thinking if I have to go through the attorney or I can do it on my own. I mean, oh, you can do it yourself. You okay. can do it. There's nothing so, lawyer and, cannot do anything okay. special for okay. you. Okay, okay. And one more question: so If in case I'll get the rejection, I will be able to enter to USA back on my H-4 validity, no. right? No, no, no. You cannot. Okay. No. That okay. that provision has been taken off in 2004. So if you don't get the okay. visa, you practically have to fly from there. uh but okay. uh, you know if you go to india the same thing too yeah because currently in india i'm not getting the appointments for visa interview because i'm not oh, eligible let, for drop box let me let me let me understand one thing when is your when is your passport visa for h4 expiring uh end of september this year oh sorry sorry sir sorry if you don't get the stamping if you don't get the stamping you can come back before september i'm sorry yeah, sorry about september. that okay okay you can come okay. back I thought you don't okay. have a passport stamping. Uh, no, no, you can come back. I have my September. passport stamping until September. You, yeah, if your H one B is not stamped, you can come back. Okay, okay, I can easily come back to USA. I mean, on my H four. Absolutely. Ah, uh, okay. you just have to just prove that you're married to your husband, which is easy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, so uh, do I need to, any timelines or buffer time? Like I have to go there before two months uh, of my expiry no, of H four or something. No, even even in the last month also, you can come in. what they're okay. telling about the 6 months is a little bit different rule than the, what they're telling you uh, okay. you can come back even if you have one or two months you can still come back absolutely no problem okay so you mean i can book my own appointments on my own and then if they if right. my visa gets rejected right. then i can enter to usa on my h4 right. and and then did, 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 do one other favor apply for the h4 plus ead right now along with your husband's right. h1b okay okay don't delay it because okay. no matter what happens i don't know when you're going to get the appointments You don't want to lose this H4 plus EAD because they're taking a long time to get the H4 EAD approved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my husband's employer actually they file for H4 first and then after approval H4 they apply for H4 EAD. So that's not in. No, in no, no. What kind yeah, of so employer is this? No, yeah. you can do EAD by yourself. You don't have to go with them. If yeah, you want, you can H4 drop an email right for EAD. Yeah. No, you don't need. No, you don't need H4 approval to file EAD. You only okay. need it for receipt notice to file a EAD. If you want okay. us to do it, send an email to Rahul at RNLogbook.com. Of course, we charge money. We'll do it. Okay. You don't okay. have to wait because by the time H4 comes in, who knows how long it's going to take. I want. Okay. I would like to file EAD too. This is just a okay. backup plan if something fails on your H4. Okay. So when I apply for H4 extension, I can apply for H4 EAD also. Yes. At the same time. Yes, if you that can. That company is not at the same time. Can apply externally. Yeah. You can just yeah, externally. You can apply. Yes. Okay. I just need it, a submitter. I would. Submit. I would. I would suggest that if you are, if they are not allowing you to file the EAD, don't even go for the H four with them. Okay. It's always good to have the H four and EAD together. It's not okay, good yeah. to separate them because okay. then they will get a little bit lengthier. Lengthier. So if they are not filing EAD. 
tell them that I'm going to do the H4 by myself. Okay, so then my husband can go with his own H1 extension, and I can go with my own H4 extension. Right, the husband's okay. H1B, you cannot go outside the company. Yeah, yeah, he cannot go outside the company. Uh, let's go to the next Hello. caller. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, am I audible? Sorry, it was on hold. Uh, yeah, so... you're audible. Okay. So you can go for H4 and EAD separately or EAD separately. You don't have to okay. wait until H4 is approved. Okay. As a backup but you are plan, recommending okay? to apply for extension before I'll go to the Mexico for um, stamping? Yeah, I would recommend it. Why waste your time? How long is okay. it going to take for you to get the whole thing done? So I yeah. would recommend to, to get it done before itself. Okay. And if it's I'll not done, the... and if I'm, okay, if I'm getting immediate appointment to go to the Mexico, then also I can go right to the Mexico, even if, because I have my H4 in place as of now. Validity. Right, 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 right. You're right. Okay. And the H4 extension will go through smoothly no matter. Okay. I'll go to the last caller, guys. Today it's about uh, 4 or 2 p.m. I'll go to the last caller. Vivi. Um, hi, Rahul. My H4 EAD is valid. Um, till, Mm -hmm. can you hear me? Okay. My H4 uh, EAD is valid till uh, first week of June. I have my, Mm -hmm. um, uh, adjustment of status that was applied on October 2nd. And my husband mm-hmm. has already got his uh, EAD and AP approved. What about yours? His, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I have not received any <laughs> updates. Uh, I did litigation. Did you got your biometrics done? Uh, so the, uh, the case update says they've taken the previous biometrics. Okay, keep going. Okay, so um, my H4 is expiring and I don't have an EAD on, even on the uh, green card adjustment of status so i don't know mm-hmm. uh what should what's my best uh case here yeah should I be the litigation 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 we used it used to work very good in 2020 it's not working effectively anymore we are not litigating anymore on h4 year okay. delays okay. so uh, right now you just guys. yeah that was right now we're not doing it because Previously, it was going good. Right now, they're challenging everything in the court. So until we get a final decision from the court, we we have to put all the litigation. We're not going to do it right now. So you just have to, you know, go to temple and cut a coconut and see if something gets approved. So waiting. That's all I can tell you. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for coming. The next conference will be on Monday at 3.30. Sorry, guys, I couldn't take all the people. Don't forget that we put a link there. You can um, give a good review to me. Then we are going to bump you up in the line on Monday. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.